This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 236 of the Shattered Soulstone. Where, oh where is that season 19 at? Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2019 over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, MP3 player, or real man phone. Today is November 10th, 2019, and I am your main man, Dead Greed. Today, I brought like two, two of my second favorite people coming to you from storyboards and lore. It's uh-oh. Who is it? Not Shazam. <laughs> Hi, people. It's I'm Jen. Back. I thought you were gonna be like. I thought you were gonna be like Jen. No, it. Uh, it. We it, did not rehearse that. No, we did not rehearse <laughs> it at all. I haven't been on the show in a while, so I'm a little like crusty. In my head, you were gonna do it. I don't know. I don't know, man. But yeah, also, I'm here. Also coming to you from a Riker hat and headphones, it's Shazam! What's going on? <laughs> ah. Anyway, how you guys doing? Doing okay. Surviving. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we will get into it. How was Shazam's Week in Gaming? Um, I started off playing WoW like I always do since I haven't been, you know, feeling like playing Diablo. And Tuesday came around and I'm like I want to try that auto battler. I looked everywhere, like, because there's supposed to be a beta. And I'm like, oh, where's the beta for Hearthstone at? Can't find it anywhere. You know, what do I do? So you just log in the Hearthstone. And boom, it's right there, right in the normal Hearthstone. So I tried the auto battler. Um, I think the highest place I got, I think, was like fifth or sixth place. I don't know. You start out at rank four thousand, and I'm like thirty six hundred or something like that. I only played a couple games. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. You got to balance between. There's like three cards or four cards to pick. Either pick them 
or upgrade the cards for like the next turn or change like what cards you know or you know you can pick from stuff like that and you gotta obviously place them and every turn they keep popping back up and eventually you just fill your whole entire row up with the same cards and you gotta either you know trash some of them and get new ones because you gotta keep getting better and better cards or people are gonna annihilate you eventually um yeah i started doing that i was Cut my attention for about a day. I, I don't know auto battlers and Hearthstone and stuff. That's just not my cup of tea. Um, so I'm back to playing WoW for a while, and then um, what was it? Thursday I came home from work and I literally was watching YouTube videos and fell asleep at my. My computer here just come <laughs> like two o'clock in the morning, and then um, played a little POE yesterday. I know the season. I know that um, thing's gonna end soon, so I'm not gonna get that involved with the with that game. Hopefully, Diablo three season starts. Hopefully, this Friday. Um. So yeah, that's that's basically about my week. I, other than that, I, I looked at a Tesla and I posted a picture of Tesla on um, on a Discord. But other than that, that's about it. <laughs> well, Jen, how was your week? Um, it's been busy, kind of like okay. Here's my season, right? I started the season and I rolled a barbarian. I'm playing hardcore. And I'm like, all right, good to go. And then a friend of mine wanted to play WoW Classic because I was kind of playing that too and I was doing some vlogs about it. So I played a whole lot of WoW Classic instead. And so the last couple of weeks, maybe, I've been um, playing a lot of Diablo just to see how far I could go with the Barbarian in like the last couple of like maybe week or so, you know? Um, and so just in short, what I did was when I finally got up to uh, 70 and could start earning Paragon, I decided I was going to put all of those into things I've never tried before, you know, instead of doing what I usually do. I put every Paragon point went into um, life per hit and uh, life regeneration. And let's see what the other two were. Uh, critical hit damage was the other one. And the last one was maximum fury. And so for a while, on the lower difficulties, I was unstoppable. The only thing that was hitting me was um, ice that could freeze you for a little while and you could get hit, and knockback, okay? And for a while, I didn't have enough power, like enough strength to actually go through the mobs quick enough in like rifts and things like that, because I didn't put any in there with the Paracon and I didn't have a lot of gear yet. Um, I didn't end up finishing... Uh, chapter four. So I didn't. I never got like a full set this season. So that's kind of where I was at. I was playing with like four pieces of the Raycor set, which was the freebie set, and two pieces of the. Uh, oh, what is that other set called? It's um, I can't remember. It's like it's not really a set. It's the one you get. And you think you have a set piece, but it's it's that other one. It's um, yeah, I can't remember. It's not like actual set. It's like a set everybody can use. So I was doing that. Didn't have enough strength oh, and everything. And that's it. Yeah, I had two pieces of that and um. I just couldn't get, like, I couldn't get Kadala to give me anything good, and I couldn't, you know, and it took a while to, to move up a little bit. So, eventually, I finally got a decent barbarian weapon and put a, a gem in that, a, an emerald in that, and 
um, I still wasn't getting very far, so I decided, all right, I'm going to go and you know kill the key wardens and kill the ubers. I could only do it on T1 at that point, so I'm like, I'm just going to do that and see if I can. And I got a ring and had strength and all that, and um, things got a lot faster. So now the only thing that was stopping me, like I said, was finally, um, you know, I was getting faster, I was killing monsters faster, um, and I was uh, still like getting, uh, you know, I'm running out of the the ice before I get hit as much as I can and um but if you're playing a barbarian I'm using the um uh, I'm blanking out on the the skills the one where you turn into like the super scion you know with the white oh. hair and all that like the ice doesn't Rather hit you as darker. much yeah it, it doesn't hit you as much so I had that going on and finally started like you know making a difference but I still get a lot of knockback and the rifts kept giving me like you know creatures with knockback and finally Kadala gave me that Krems buff belt that cuts out the knockback and I'm like I am unstoppable I should have done this earlier in the season <laughs> you know <laughs> but I think I got as far as like T3 I think and um, you know not too bad with like just playing a little bit but that's pretty much what I've been doing as far as uh, video game stuff lately mm, nice yeah. Well, as far as me, Red Dead Redemption Two came out on PC, so I've been uh, I've been taking down stagecoaches, robbing trains, <laughs> and uh, just ridiculous uh, Red Dead Redemption. I've been uh, I, I Jay Wilson I Jay Wilson my internet, so it's like a little bit better. It's not nowhere near what it's supposed to be, but it is a little better. So I've been uh, on Discord. I've been streaming the the Red Dead. So if you see me on there, y'all can come watch me play Red Dead Redemption. And uh, you know, like, yeah, I love that game because like you're gonna go do a mission and you're on the way and you like, you know, you find a lady under a horse. So then you gotta like pry the horse up and get the lady, and then you gotta take her to town. And then while you're taking her to town, there's somebody else and they're trying to rob you. So then, yeah, you end up in like this whole long. It's. I like the random events in there. I was. Um, I was. I was driving down the. I was just. I was minding my own business, literally just going down the road, and there's a guy whose horse threw a shoe, and he's trying to put a shoe back on a horse, and I'm, walking. You know, I'm riding my horse down there, and I hit the brakes, and I get off my horse, and I go over to help him, and right when I get up to him, the horse spooks and kicks. And kills the guy. Oh wow! Now, I did not kill this guy. So he dies, and his horse takes off running. Well, I mean, you know, he's dead on the ground. Might as well rob him, right? Because like, <laughs> he don't need his money. He's dead. So I was robbing the guy who got kicked in the horse by the head, and a witness comes. And reports me for ro- armed robbery. So now I gotta <laughs> hunt the freaking witness down, kill that guy. While I'm burying that guy, another two people come up, and I end up having to kill those two people. It's uh, just a. <laughs> so you've become all, the uh, serial killer of the town or whatever. <laughs> all because a horse kicked a guy in the head. <laughs> yep. I shot my horse in the head on accident. So that was a thing. I was like literally running from these out up uh, well these the bounty hunters cuz I broke this guy out of jail and I killed everybody in town cuz you have to cuz you know all the sheriffs are there cuz they're mad cuz you broke him out of town. I broke him out of jail. They were going to hang him, so I broke him. I broke busted him out of the jail. 
and that we're running out of town and I'm shooting all these people and I jump on my horse and you know and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm riding I'm riding you know and I'm I'm turned around backwards shooting and I turn around on because like I almost ran off this cliff so I I did like a sharp right turn on my horse and I turned around and was like bam and my horse was like Broom. I was like oh man <laughs> I was like sorry Blackie. I didn't mean to shoot you. <laughs> so I had to use one of my horse revival potions on him. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I love that game. It's it, First of all, it's a beautiful game. It's basically Grand Theft Auto on horses. Um, it's got a lot of story to it, which which I like. You, you got like a little gang, and you got like a little gang camp, and you go to your gang. You go there, and you do all these missions, and uh, you work your way through the story. And because I bought the Deluxe Edition, I got, like, a better horse. I did shoot and kill my first horse, and I had to carry my... I should have rode him to town, then killed him, but he made me mad, so I killed him, and then I had to carry my saddle to town to get my new horse. Uh, I'll tell you that story real quick. It was, um... Well, you know, I'm running from the law, because, I don't know, things happen. Like, I was, I was buffalo hunting... And uh, these dudes shot at me because I was buffalo hunting or whatever. And then so I had to kill them. More people came. I had to kill them. A stagecoach. So I robbed a stagecoach. So now I got a stagecoach. And all these people are dead. And so I piled all the bodies in the back of the stagecoach. And I drive the stagecoach to the fence. But then the sheriff see me with a like, bunch of dead people and a stolen stagecoach. So then I'm running away from the sheriffs. And But anyway, I... I'm running and I'm and I'm fixing to get away and and there's like this little cliff and it's not even it's not even that bad. I mean this was a very I wouldn't call it a cliff. It's more like a a slight drop off. And I'm riding my horse and it's not a good horse. It's the little starter horse you got. And I'm riding, you know, trying to get away from this. I'm shooting behind me trying to get away. And my horse bucks up in front of this little stupid cliff, throws me off my horse. I hit my head and die cost me like 40 something dollars to res i get my horse back so i immediately shot that horse like seriously dude you just cost me 40 bucks plus i lost the mission yeah you're dead i just shot my horse took the saddle i should have rode the horse like close to town then shot him and then the next time a horse makes me mad and i have to kill him i'll ride it to town first (laughs) it took a long time to carry that saddle all the way to town I was way away from town. But anyway, I've just been playing Red Dead. Um, I, I, was, I was playing Classic, but... Ah, like, I knew Red Dead Redemption was coming out, and my my subscription ran out. And I didn't want to pay for 30 days of time, like, one or two days right before Red Dead came out. And hopefully Season 19 will come out soon. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, but... You know, so I'm like, I'm just into my cowboy riding game. You know, I was in the cavalry, had the horse. And it's cool because I got a cavalry hat. But for some reason, people keep shooting holes in my cavalry hat, which kind of... Every time I get a new hat, somebody's got to shoot a hole in it. I'm not really sure what that's about, but... Anyway, like earlier... I literally went to the store. I bought a new hat. I walked out of the door of the store and a dude shot a hole in my hat. 
I was like, you know, like if you're at McDonald's, for example, and you drop your drink, you know, they give you a new drink. I was like, man, this dude should give me a new hat. Bro. This is, I just paid like eight bucks, you know. And this is like 1898 or whatever it is. That's eight bucks, a lot of bucks back in 1898. But yeah, that's what I, you know, I've just been playing Red Dead. It's, um, you can gamble, like, you know, you can play, um, like Texas Hold'em. You can play dominoes in that game. It's, it's, uh, I like it a lot. I'm having, I'm having a good time. And, uh, if y'all guys want to, watch some ridiculousness and uh hey if y'all want to watch some ridiculous come on come on to discord and check my y'all can watch me uh i stream it on discord so anyway that's what i've been doing that's my weeks in gaming uh you know since we have uh since we have our special guest jen here uh i was gonna let her i was gonna let her go off about lore all right, so I'm not going to turn the show into a giant Jen's lore corner, but I will go over a thing I wrote um, that I posted this morning on my blog, uh, Book of Jen at bookofjen.net. And it's kind of, um, basically, I went through the Diablo video that reveals Lilith that you've all seen probably a bunch of times by now, and kind of picked through like the lore of it a little bit. Well, kind of a lot, but um, I'm not going to read it word for word on the show. But basically... Um, the last show, you guys were trying to figure out things like, you know, who's who are these three guys or four guys, and is that guy uh, Haradrim, and uh, who's the guy at the end there raising and all that. So I thought, okay, I'll come in and help. And um, I can't, I can't seem to write just a short blog about this stuff. I start going and all this, and it keeps going. So like to figure out all this stuff, I was looking at Diablo Wiki, and I have the Book of Cain and the Book of Cereal, and I have the. Um, Book of Adria. So I like cracked that open. I got three books here. I'm flipping through. I'm like, this is what Deckard Cain feels like, <laughs> you know, with all these books like piled up and sources and, and off you go, like in the hours of the night and into the morning. So, um, so basically what I think is going on in this video is um, you've got these four guys. Three of them are there to find gold and treasure. The fourth guy at some point in the video says he's just there for knowledge. That's the guy that's like bleeding out and getting helped with his friend, you know, carrying him. If I mean, friend, I don't know, but, um, you know, he's trying to drag him along and all that because they need him. He's the only one that can read all the stuff in this place. And as the camera like pans over stuff, you see a couple of shots of the ground with this like intricate design. It's got triangles and circles and all this other stuff. So um, I was trying to figure out like, okay, that's obviously something. What's that? You know? If you go through the Book of Adria, she's got, like, it, the art in there is really cool, and there's a lot of really neat stuff. I've just started looking through it, but she's got this whole section in there talking about how she um, marked the souls of the evils and the lesser evils, and you get that in Diablo 3 where she says, you know, hey, mom, Leo says, where have you been all these years? Always oh, marking the souls of the demons, you know, so that kind of fits. And in the back, there's, like, all these designs. So she's got, like, the one she used for Duriel and the one she used for Bale and all this. And they kind of look like this thing in the ground. So my first thought with this was that's, like, a summoning thing. Or that's something, you know, to trap something like that, you know, as they run past it. Now, those guys are being chased by some kind of demon. I don't know what those demons are. I figure we'll find it when we get into D4, whenever that's released. But, like, at this point in the video, right at the start, you know, they're just running for their lives. Now, before they get to this... You can hear, you know, you get that sort of view to, like, that old church in the beginning. 
and you can hear some guy talking, and he's, um, you know, he's talking about. Uh, he mentions Akarat and the Eternal Light, and it turns out to be this guy that came here for knowledge. None of these guys seem to have names. Um, I tried looking up to see if I could find out who the voice actors were, and there's nothing. There is nothing out there at all um, that I could find. I looked on IMDb, nothing. So the uh, the guy that came there for knowledge, he says um, a lot of what he's saying is mentioning Akarat. He's talking about, you know, the eternal light protects me, says this over and over as he freaks out through the video. So Akarat, you'll hear NPCs in um, Diablo 3 mention Akarat. This is like a guy that's important. Um, he's Akarat the Prophet. There's stuff on Diablo Wiki about it, and it's one of the oldest religions in Sanctuary, if not the oldest. It's, well, it's not the oldest, but it's pretty old. And um, in the Book of Cain, it says that he was, um, you know, he was someone who wandered around from the uh, north of Kedjistan and, and talked to people. He had a vision. Uh, Akarat, not Deckard Cain, um, had a vision about a spectacular flash of light and energy, and he attributed this vision to an angel named Yarius, which apparently, according to Diablo Wiki, means son of light. So Akarat sort of started, kind of started talking to people about that, going from person to person, and eventually he disappeared into the jungles of Kedjistan, never to be found again. But people were still following the religion that he had started, and they were calling it uh, Zakarum, Zakarum faith, Zakarum religion. You hear that sometimes in Diablo 3. Um, and it was the idea that Zakara is the inner light, and so, you know, Akarat didn't name this religion, but his followers did. So this guy that came here seeking knowledge is a, uh, he's a follower of the Zakarum faith. That's who he is. Other than that, I don't know. But that's that's where he's coming from with this. Um, so that's who that guy is. The other three guys are just there for the money. They're looking for gold and treasure and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you get to the part where the guy that seems like he's the leader, you know, older dude, and he's like, you know, get us in this door, read the, read the stuff on the door, that kind of thing. Um, and he starts reading. He says, by three they come, by three thy way opens. He figures out that he's dripping blood onto the thing, the carved thing on the floor, and the blood starts moving towards the center, and that thing starts turning. So he gets two of the other guys to come over and slam their down on this thing carved into the ground. They all start bleeding and opens the door. Okay. Hopefully I'm not giving away any spoilers. I'm thinking everybody listening to this show probably seen the video like a bunch of times by now, yeah, you know? I mean, I'm hoping, right? So it has to be the blood of the willing, and they get this. They get in the door. Um, these guys don't understand they're enacting a ritual, like the start of a ritual. They don't know it. The religious guy is, you know, kind of bleeding out and dying. He's terrified. The other guys had just been fighting demons. They think the demons are going to get him. They don't know that's what they're starting with this thing to get into the door. But that's what they've done. Okay. Um, so they get in, and now you got this room, and it's got another big carving on the ground with circles and triangles and three pillars. Okay, so what's that? That was my first thought when I saw this. Like, what is this exactly? All right. So with that, I think they're in the Temple of the Triune, like the old Temple of the Triune which is a, one of the first religions on sanctuary. I'm not I'm going to eventually in lower corner get into this stuff a little bit more, but this this thing was started by uh the demons who had found sanctuary but were keeping quiet about it before the Angelus council came in and all that other stuff. Um and it was also called the cult of the three. So they were uh 
they were bringing in people who were worshiping what they thought were three benevolent gods. Okay, so they were told that, you know, Dialon was the spirit of determination. He was represented by the head of a ram. Uh, Bala was the spirit of creation, represented by a leaf. Mephis was the spirit of love, represented by a red circle. Really, they were worshiping, instead of Dialon, it was actually Diablo, Lord of Terror. They were worshiping uh, Vela, Baal, Lord of Destruction, and Mephis was Mephisto, the Lord of Hatred, who they'd redefined as the Spirit of Love, oddly enough. <laughs> you know. And the purpose was to corrupt the humans, or the Nephilim, or whatever they were, on Sanctuary. Okay, um, So th- I think that's where they are, when they're in there with the three, you know... Because you had the three, you know, the three gods, you have the three pillars, you have by three they come, three people to uh, enact, the, to open the door and to be part of this ritual. I think that's where they're at. I think it's like the ruined, you know, bit of the Temple of the Triune. Um, this temple was started by uh, Lucian, who is the son of Mephisto, and eventually Lilith took it over. She's the daughter of Mephisto. So that, that's getting ahead of things a little bit. Now, when you look at the season 18 that just ended, that was the season of the Triune. You got three buffs, they're circles. Um, you know, one of them gives you, and it's a Triune of Determination, gives you a resource reduction. Triune of Love gives you power. Triune of Creation gives you cooldown. Blizzard was telling us what Deep is going to be about, the main theme, with that season, and nobody knew. You know? Cool. <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat. Um, so, okay, so skipping ahead a bit in this, uh, you've got the uh, the two guys that survived the battle with the demons are yelling at the religious guy to read the stuff and find the gold and all this stuff. And eventually um, they get stuck up on the pillars and this, you know, the, the guy that they were with that's dead is walking around and beating him up and stuff. And all of a sudden you got this guy that they don't know talking and he has this magnificent voice. And my first thought when I was seeing this without ever going into digging into this was, okay, you've got a guy that's kind of purple. He's got this majestic voice. Is this Zoltan cool? That was kind of my thought. You know, it's not mm. Zoltan cool. But at first I was like, kind of looks like him, kind of sounds like him. I was partway through the video, you know, hadn't dug into this, but it's not Zoltan cool. Okay, that's, that's not who this is at all. Um, it's Rothma. And I'll tell you why I think it's Rothma. I know there is some controversy over whether or not it's Rothma, but I believe this is Rothma, and here's why. Um, Lilith and Inarius, they started a sanctuary, they had a kid, they named him Lenarian, which was a combination of Inarius and Lilith's names, okay? And he's the first, he is the first Nephilim, and he became the first necromancer later on. So he's real powerful, because the first generation of Nephilim were super powerful. Um, so you know, that happened. And of course there were other angels and demons that all opted out of the sin war and, you know, made babies. And that's why everybody in sanctuary is part angel and part demon. And most y'all probably know that if you play through the game a little bit. So, um, eventually Anarius figures out, Hey, these, this generation of Ephraim, they're really, they're powerful. What are we going to do? Because they're powerful enough to like, if they go one way or the other, they're going to split the balance of this eternal conflict, you know? And he's trying to decide if he should kill them off or if he should spare them. And so Lilith decides she wants them spared. She does not want them killed off. So she kills off all the other angels and demons, basically. Um, and there's more, but as I said, I'll do a little corner with him later on. But she goes and does that. Anarius finds out what she's done, and he's horrified. 
and he can't bring himself to kill her, so he banishes her to an abyss. First thing the mysterious voice says before you see him in the video, when the guys are going, what is this? And the religious guy is saying, maybe it's a temple, maybe it's a tomb. You hear, from the abyss. It's, an, or it's, it's, a, it's a gate, you know, and he's trying to get Lilith back from the abyss. Who could know about that except for Rothma? And the other reason Rothma knows about it is because Anarius eventually banished him to the same place. So you'd have at some point, you know, mother and son in the same, you know, nothingness. Perhaps they bonded because Rothma hated his parents. And that's why he changed his name to Rothma. There's a long story of lore with that there, but that's kind of the gist of it, you know? So this, that's him. And um, he's bringing back Lilith who he's called, you know, mother of creation. And you can hear, like, the religious guy, he finally gets kind of mesmerized by Rothma and starts, you know, speaking the ritual that will bring back Lilith as he sort of floats up to the pillar. And he gets all these visions in between and stuff. And um, it's flashing in the video really quick. If you don't stop the video at the right time, you miss it towards the end. You know, like, he's got Lilith staring at him and he's got a vision of Anarius all chained down in hell because that's what happened to Anarius after the... Uh, after the Sin War, basically. Um, and so here's Rathma. And when Lilith finally comes out of the, you know, blood portal, for lack of a better word, Rathma calls her Blessed Mother. Okay? That's li literally his mom. So who else could possibly be saying this about her? You know, I've heard people say, oh, it's just a cultist from the the Temple of the Triune, but that's been destroyed. You know, I mean, there's little things popping up with Triune throughout, but not like this. So, I mean, that's gotta be Rothma, and that's why I think I think it's him. Now, the other reason is because Rothma was the first necromancer. What do necromancers do? They restore the balance. What happens with Diablo 4 is it takes place after the um, Reaper of Souls expand, and after all that happened, you kill off Malthiel and everything. Everything on Sanctuary is in is in ruins. You know, it's it's bad. It's really bad there, and it's not being fixed. So Roth was bringing back Lilith. Now this sounds like it wouldn't restore the balance because Lilith's a demon, and, and all this stuff. She's she's killed angels and demons before, all that stuff. But she's also got a history of protecting the Nephilim. That was her goal, was to stop Anarius from killing off the Nephilim at first, and stop the other angels and demons from going, oh, hey, Anarius, great idea, I'll do it too, you know, that kind of thing. So, I think he's bringing her back to restore the balance to protect the Nephilim, and maybe, just maybe, Lilith isn't the big bad after all. See, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. We talked about it last show, because uh, it didn't make any sense that she would be the bad guy, because she's the creator She's the creator and the protector of Nephilim. Right. So, but she's also done some bad things. So Yeah, no, I'm not saying she's you know? the best person ever. but No, but it, she would have, you know, she, she's got a history of protecting the Nephilim. Rothma is the first one. He's still there. He's still super powerful. He retained his powers. And, um, you know, what are you going to do if you're a necromancer and you believe that you, you're there to restore the balance? Who could help you more than Lilith, who just so happens to be his mom? Yeah, and there's some weird things going on with Heaven and Imperius, so... Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but this was just... I just wrote a thing about that video specifically and kind of pulled in a little bit about, like, the Triune and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, great. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm working on a series with um, Jen's Lore Corner about, like, the oldest lore in Sanctuary, and so 
I'll lead up to a little bit more about how Sanctuary got there and, and all this stuff, but the most recent one I did is about the prime evils and lesser evils, and yeah. that one's up now. Mm-hmm. Fantastic episode, by the way. Thank you. And which you guys can get at jenslorecorner.com. Nope. Bookofjen.net. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always do that. Different. Yeah, the reason I, it's different from the name of the podcast is because all of my stuff is on my blog. Yeah, I and when I started this blog, I was intending to just do a Diablo blog, but I've added Ooh, a lot of stuff. Oh, you're hearing me now? I got you. Okay, so weird. I'll just repeat Sorry. that. Yeah, weird little <laughs> glitches. The reason that um, the website is Book of Jen, but the the lore corner is Jen's lore corner, and it's on bookofjen.net, is because when I started this blog, I was going to just focus on the Diablo stuff. And I eventually grew it into everything else I do because it just made sense to put it all in one place. When I started uh, Jen's Lore Corner, I started it on Shattered Soulstone a while back, up through episode 10. So everything before episode 10, you may have heard before if you've been listening to this show forever. Everything from 11 on is new content that's only on my site and um, my hosting site. Basically, I didn't stick it on iTunes or anything because I just don't need all that, you know? So, you know... That means, you know, Jen's Lore Corner is on bookofjen.net, not Jen's Lore Corner dot whatever. Um, yeah. Because of that, I have a second podcast on there that has nothing to do with gaming most of the time, and it's just me reading stuff I wrote. But for that one, I mean, it's it's all there. And, um, yeah, and I'll be, uh, I do an episode about one a month because it takes a really long time to, you know, go be like Deckard Kane, stack all the books up and read all the stuff and get it all together. Uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. It's it's a good show. So. Thank you. Anyway, uh, Shazam, you got any uh, thoughts on the lore? Blah 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 on that. Um. Yeah, you're the you're the second person I've heard that said that that was Rathma. By the way, bloodshed. Bloodshed. Okay. Yep. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, That's I cool. I watched his video the other day. He basically yeah, talked about the same thing. Bloodshed's deep into the lore too. He's he's a, another. He's got a lot of lore stuff on his podcast. Uh, so you know, two two people that I know that are deep into lore both think that that's Rathma. So it's gotta be. It's yeah, that's what I thought be. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I avoided everybody's take on this because I didn't want to accidentally be influenced. You know, as I was writing it. So I'm gonna go like look through everybody's stuff probably sometime after they get off the show today but i mean i was thinking the 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 guy who's seeking knowledge was a haradrum just because he's got the scrolls he's got the bag you know but i mean deckard kane was the last haradrum so he was the last of the first haradrum um oh but Tyrael Tyrael brought in if you read um yeah he did actually yeah there was a book in between uh diablo souls uh blanking out on it um we had the, the guy on the show. Yeah, it's that one. And uh, there's there was that one, and then there was one after that. I should you know have what? looked this up. Now that, that one, that. Yeah, that one is Tyrael basically getting all of the powerful people who weren't... You know, he basically makes the second Haradrim out of, you know, people that were uh, known characters in previous and games and comics to get the Black Soulstone out of uh, the High Heavens where it's corrupting everything and put it somewhere where no one will find it. Well, we know Malthiel found it, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of think of that one as like, you know, Tyrael getting the Avengers back together and, you know, saving the planet kind of thing. 
in short. They're the second group of Haradrim. So when you hear Tyrael in town in Act 5 talking to Lorith Nath, I think that's his name, about, um, they'll, they'll mention the Haradrim, you know, and um, we haven't heard from the Haradrim or something like that, and that's what they're talking about, is that group, because Lorith Nath was sort of part of it. Yeah. So, anyway. I was going to say, now that you say that, hmm? um, you know, Decker Kane dies in, uh, of course, Vanilla, Wow, uh, wow. Yeah, I've been playing a too much. He <laughs> dies in Vanilla Diablo 3, right? In, mm-hmm. in, in Act 1. Mm-hmm. He dies. And um, in Reaper of Souls, they take a group of Horadrim down there to where the Black Soul Stone is. Right. And then that's when the, the Angel of Death comes down there and uh, kills everybody and takes the, the Black Soul Stone. Right, right. So that does make sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that you know, it's possible that guy is a Haradrim. Could be. I don't know, though, because he wasn't very powerful. And that was kind of the thing. The group that Tyrion yeah, put but, together was like an elite force going in, you know, specifically. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> at the beginning of Diablo 3, the Nephilim were not powerful. Right. Because, you know, it had been decades and it had been a long time since like Diablo 2 when we had a lot of power. And generations have gone by and nobody knew about the powers. And that's why uh, Zoltan Cool was teaching us about mm-hmm. the powers right. in Diablo Three, so yeah. we become more powerful and defeat, uh, you know, defeat the, the Reaper of Souls, um, Matthew. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and it's been decades again. Diablo Four been decades again, and you know, maybe, you know, we don't know about our powers anymore. Maybe we've lost that knowledge. And I think the reason why we don't know the three people or the four people. Uh, is because those are new characters and we probably won't know them until Diablo 4 comes because those are, you know, those are obviously D4 characters and it's been, they said decades I don't know how many, I don't know how many decades I Yeah, mean, that we don't know either, but I 40 years, 50 years, who knows I don't know that we're going to see those characters because first of all, they're all huh. dead <laughs> You know, the guys that ran yeah, in, that's true. they're all dead You know, how are we going to see these characters? We might see like an intro talking about who they were or something, or maybe they'll be mentioned by NPCs, but they're all dead. Um, I think part of it was, uh, I mean, this is the storyline to, you know, get Lilith back into Sanctuary. So I think that's more important. I do think, though, that the barbarian looking there was like kind of to show you how the character would look in the game if you played a barbarian, you know, the big dude. So, I mean, I think there's that. Um, but I also think, like, I don't think this guy's a Haradrim because I think he's he's very clearly a religious guy following Zacharum. He's constantly praying to the light and calling on Akarat. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. be interested in knowledge anyway, you know. But the thing that I found really interesting is, like, he could read that stuff, right? Like, where did he learn, you know? <laughs> where did he learn that, you know? That was another, that was another reason why I was saying, because, like, you know, all Haradrim, they only want knowledge. They don't care about treasure. Right. But they're not necessarily religious. Mm, yeah. True. I don't know. It just, to me, it was, um, you know, it's all speculation right now anyway. Right. But. Well, I think, I'm trying to remember, I got to dig into this a little bit. It's possible from what I skimmed through this morning while I was tired that um, it's possible that the Zakarum faith eventually got, like, corrupted or something. So maybe they learned how to read that stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah. Or maybe he's just the only one in the group that's literate, and it would be common for others to read it if they could read. You know? I don't know. I don't think it's yeah. a Haradrim, though. Ah, okay. Well, either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's fantastic. I, I, uh, 
I love. I like lore. I just. I don't know. You know. Excuse. Insert excuse here. I just. I don't hardly ever go after it for some reason. I love when I. You know when you get into it. So I do. I do like that. I do like your. That's the reason why I like podcasts so much. And uh, that's. And of course, you know, we get something new like this, and I'm everybody's interested, right? Like, oh, who's that? Who's this guy? You know, like, what mm-hmm. the heck is that? That's so that's cool. Suddenly, that's everybody wants to know the lore again. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's, um, that's kind of why I put it together because I don't think everybody's got the time or the interest in digging it all up individually, and it's really easy. Like one of the things I've noticed just playing, you know, Diablo and looking at the chat once in a while. You know, if I'm playing for like 20 minutes or an hour and I'm, I'm not going to like get in the Discord to be like, bye guys, you know what I mean? So I'm just like playing. And people are talking about the lore of the game before this video came out and they don't know the basic stuff. Like yeah. they don't really know who Anarius and Lilith were. They don't know she's the daughter of Mephisto. They don't know the, you know, well, like I just did the one in the prime evils and lesser evils. They don't know how that all connects. Some of these people are probably young enough where they never played a Diablo game previous to Diablo 3. Um, you know, and they don't know about like the older books, like the Sin War that Richard Knack wrote. You know, interestingly though, Richard Knack, when this video came up, he asked if um, he said he tweeted out. You know, someone said that that's Rothma. Is that so? And, and um, my Twitter account is private because of lots of reasons. And um, so my husband said, you know, tweeted to Richard Knack and said, "Yeah, Jen thinks it is." Um, and I about why more if it's in the blog but um richard knack wrote the sin war he created the character of rothma so it's interesting to see him ask is that because that's his character yeah it's one of his characters yeah i thought that was neat i just wish they'd put them books on audible (laughs) (laughs) yeah more some of them are yeah Um, they got the the order order. on there yeah They they have two other ones on there too um, but they do not have the Sin War. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is. You know, it's hard to get copies of the Sin War, too. It, it really is. I mean, those came out a while ago, but I've only seen them in paperback. Um, I don't know if they ever existed other than that. I have no idea, like, if it's an issue with whoever published them originally or, or if, if Blizzard is, like, uh, retconning it and not wanting those out. I, I have no idea. It is hard to get copies of those. So I don't think those are going to end up on Audible because there seems to be something holding that back. Like, whoever owns something with it, maybe the publisher, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, we got us an email. Woo! So, uh, anyway, Jarish wrote us an email, got some questions. Uh, he, he says, just, hi guys, question! Was Wyatt Chang around for this year's BlizzCon? Um, I did not have the virtual ticket, so... It's pretty easy to miss things, but I did not see any mention of him or any of the free on any of the free videos that came out uh, during BlizzCon. And what about Brandy, aka Neverlistus? Uh, well, to tell you, uh, Wyatt Chang is I think he is the senior developer for Immortal? He's on the mobile team. He's on the mobile team, that's for sure. I talked to him at last year's BlizzCon. I mean, he's he's definitely moved to the mobile team uh, then. Um, I did not go... People, I've seen people like ask if I went to BlizzCon this year. No, I did not. I was not there. I did not get a virtual ticket. Um, so I, I can't tell you from in person who was there or who wasn't. But I have seen people post photos of like people going out and eat together, and I swear I saw Wyatt Chang in at least one of those. 
Um, he was there. Uh, he. The reason why he did the announcement last year is because it was a mobile thing, and it, he was announcing the Immortal, mm-hmm. which is the game he's a head, you know, the head developer for. Uh, well, I don't exactly know what his title is, but anyway, he works on that team, and he's like the he's pretty high up there, and it wouldn't make sense for him to come out and announce a game that he's not working on. So, right. um, you know. As far as Brandy goes, she was the female voice uh, on of the panels, like before the panels started. So that's cool. Uh, she did that. Uh, he went on to say, "I would have thought that Blizzard would have gotten Wyatt uh, uh, to honor the announcements for D four. We just talked about that. Sorry. Woohoo. Uh, blah blah blah. He writes." Um, like most Diablo fans, I'm very pleased with the D4 announcements, but I do remember the D3 YouTube video from January 21st, 2010, uh, which, you guys remember that? I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I Wait, was, what are we talking about? The Diablo D3 3 YouTube, YouTube video. video that they put out January 21st, 2010, which would have been way before the announcement of because I think didn't didn't come out in twenty twelve. Came out in um I think it did in twenty twelve because I know Soulstone started before it came out, like before the betas. So we spent a lot of time about playing Diablo and Diablo two and stuff like that back then, but um I mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's twenty twelve that it was uh like the betas coming out and launching. Anyway the, it was like basically an announcement video for D three. Uh, and he's basically just saying that the D3 video that came out and how it ended up is, it's, 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 you know, it's pretty, you know, it, it's a lot different than what actually, anyway. Yeah. Um, he said, I, I certainly hope that uh, D4 is amazing and that it's the best version of Diablo uh, so far, but I won't pre-purchase, I won't be pre-purchasing orders anymore for blizzard games i have i have a wait and see attitude now um i know personally myself i'm very excited um i watched uh, i mean of course i seen i had i had the virtual ticket so i watched all the panels and i watched a lot of the streams and i actually think that there was more interesting things going on in the streams uh, because they had developers in the streams and the, and you actually got to see gameplay. Um, I know a lot of people were complaining about like talent tree structure, this, that, the other, but this is a very early. I mean, this ain't even alpha. This is it's a demo. So you know that all that stuff can be placeholders. Uh, we talked about it last show. Anyway, I'm quite happy with with how the game looks I, I like the art I like the the stories you know like we were just going over some of the lore the story is looking like it's awesome I'm not upset about the open world at all uh, I think it'll be cool to be riding around on a horse I mean we all know I was in the cavalry and I'm a big fan of riding around on horses and shooting people in the face uh, so yeah it, it's gonna be fun to ride around on my horse and and you know, explore dungeons, and you know, it looks like a really cool game to me. I don't know if y'all have any uh, 
if y'all want to get into any of that before I go on with the email. I think with that, um, there he's got a point. Things can change between the release of the video and when the game comes out. This tends to happen because stuff's not quite done yet, you know. Um, but the video looked really finished. Like, I mean, that had, you know, that had a lot of details in it. And I've seen um, people on Twitter that were involved in creating that video tweeting out, hey, I did this part, I did that part. I mean, everybody's super excited. So I think, kind of think there's more finish than what we're able to see right now. I don't think the game is done, but I think there's probably more iterations of stuff than, than what we know about as far as that. Um, what was your other question? Sorry. <laughs> oh, just it, it's you know, I, it's it's fine. Um, he was going on to say that um, he said, "Has there been any mention on how how much the game will cost? Uh, the going rate these days is at least sixty dollars for the base game." Yeah, I mean. I know they were talking about monetization in one of the panels, and I know you if you didn't have the ticket, you probably didn't see that. Um, but they said they were going to release the game, and you'll buy the game. And then they'll release an expansion, and you'll buy the expansion, and then, the, and then possibly another expansion, and you'll buy that. And that's how they're going to monetize the game, kind of like D3 is monetized. All or kind of like World of Warcraft. Well, no, you know, World of Warcraft. Well, well, I mean, you know, you, you bought the first thing and then you got, uh, well, with that, minus the subscription. But what I'm saying is, like, here's an expansion, here's another expansion. We only got one expansion with Diablo 3. But, like, Warcraft has a whole bunch. Maybe they're going that route? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, like lots uh, initially, of initially D3 was slated to have two, two yeah. expansions, but we ended up getting all the stuff uh, in Reaper of Souls. You know, the Kanias Cube, all that stuff was right. slated for the next expansion but it, it's just I, I and I like that because like I don't I don't want to have to buy a power like oh you gotta buy 50 gems in order to play more I don't want anything like that and I don't want any like uh, you have to pay $15 a month <laughs> yeah I don't want loot boxes yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pay $15 a month I love that my Diablo I can just play it, and if if I if, if I'm excited about Red Dead Redemption or Path of Exiles or any other game, I can just go play it, and I don't have to feel bad that I'm paying thirty dollars a month or whatever the price is, and I'm not playing the game I'm paying for. Uh, I like that model. Um, yeah, sixty probably probably sixty dollars for the base game, and probably. 70 or 80 for a deluxe edition you know, you're going to get more Mergle Snot or whatever it is they're going <laughs> to give us. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, they didn't actually say any of that. They just said that they were going to do the base game and then some expansions, and that's how they were going to monetize. And they would not... And there was going to be microtransactions, but they would not sell power. So... What Cosmetics. that means to me, probably transmog stuff, mm -hmm. things like that, would probably be sold. Uh, and I hope not stash space because <sighs> anyway, I don't want to get into that. But anyway, he was just he was saying um, uh, he's asked uh, if they published any hardware requirements. 
Nah, they didn't talk about any of that because this is a game that is far, far from done. They said that this is not going to be out anytime soon, not even anytime Blizzard soon. So that means, I don't know, 2021? We do know, we do know the specs of the BlizzCon computers, though. Oh, there is that. I, I didn't it was an MSI board with a 9900K Intel i9 processor, 16 gigs of RAM, and a RTX 2080 non-super. Um, that's basically all the specs you guys really need to know on um, the BlizzCon machines. That's the ones that ran... Um, yeah, mostly everything other than like Hearthstone and stuff. All the other, the Hearthstone stuff was pretty much um, cheap machines to do that. But um, yeah, everything else ran basically 9900Ks, 2080s, and 16 gigs of RAM. And again, that's just a demo. Um, so I'm sure the actual game will probably the requirements will probably be higher. I mean, I don't really. He, he was asking if it will run on Windows 7. Uh, again, I have no, no clue. idea. Yeah. Now, here's yeah. the thing I'm worried about. I play on a Mac, right? Oh, and we did some talk of about that, yeah. yeah, some of Blizzard's games don't run on Mac. Like, Overwatch ain't going to get on a Mac. Okay, so um, that was the first one that came out where it was like, brand new game from Blizzard doesn't have Mac compatibility. So I'm wondering, I know they said that this uh, D4 was going to be on PC and on some of the consoles, right? didn't say Mac specifically, but some people say PC and they assume you know Mac as well, but with Blizzard now, I'm not sure, you know? Yeah, I, I, I would hope so. I mean, this is a big PC title. I know that they're going to release on consoles also, but this is a big PC. And when I say big PC, I mean computer. I don't mean windows computer see yeah see a lot of people use it generically like you know a computer yeah. instead of a console kind of concept yeah uh, and i would hope that it's gonna happen because oh my god like how how bad would it be to come out and just you know you're just jonesing to want to play d4 and then it doesn't <laughs> there's no mac support Jeez, right that would, that right would not be good mm -hmm. so i hope i hope that's not the i hope that that is not the case I mean, I guess oh. we'll know, like, if a beta rolls out and I get one, I'm going to assume it plays on a Mac, you know? But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he also asked uh, about an offline mode. No offline mode. I don't believe they'll ever have an offline mode anymore. Nope. Mm -hmm. Me and Shazam talked about it last show. I'll let yep. Shazam touch on it if he wants real quick. No, I think I said enough last show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just look they have it because they don't want people cheating. Not that you want to cheat, but it just keeps people from cheating. And and there's some advantages to having it. Uh, we talked about it last show. I want to beat it to death. Uh, and then he asked, uh, has there been any mention of that? Yeah, they talked about it, and probably not going to happen. No, not at all. Then he says. Um, he just says, thanks for the podcast. It's great that you and Shazam are keeping it going. Take care, Jarvis. Well, hey, Jarvis, thanks for the email. Um, 
if it sounded weird, it's because when I copied and pasted your email into the show notes, it did like this weird funky thing where it put some extra spaces into the middle of sentences. So it was like a little hard to read. And I could have went back and spaced back and deleted all the empty spaces, but that would have took time. And that's not something I wanted to do. But anyway, yeah, I, man, I, I, I appreciate you writing us an email. Uh, great questions. Uh, you know, if you have any more, throw us an email. And if anybody has any more, they can email us at show. Ah, uh, what the hell is this? Show at shatteredsoulstone.com. Dot, um, dot that one. <laughs> show at shatteredsoulstone.com. Hey, uh. Okay, I want to talk about the. I want to. I want to get into the. Where, oh, where is season 19? There has been no mentions of season 19. Uh, we wouldn't have the information that we know right now if it wasn't for a couple of the streamers ran into some of the devs and then they found out that at BlizzCon they had a, de- a D3 demo. Of course, no one was playing it because everybody was playing D4. Uh, we did talk about that last show again. I'm kind of recapping a little bit. But um, I heard... We heard that there is... Or, or we know that they're, they reworked the Crusader. They reworked the um, Monk stuff. They nerfed the Whirlwind. The outrageously insane, powerful Whirlwind barbed by a smidge seven seven paragon or seven greater rift levels lower which is fine it's still going to be super powerful um so that happened but i also heard a rumor that there was some quality of life changes uh and i don't know what that means the last quality changes we got was like you know the puzzle ring ancient gives you a better uh, layer of the greed which i like because you know all things greed, right? Uh, that was, and uh, you know, they upgraded our uh, closet, gave us some more space in the closet. Mm. So I don't know because we don't have the patch notes yet, and we also do not know when the start of season nineteen is gonna be, which I find weird because normally. By the last season close, we know when the next season's gonna go. I believe I, I think it's because I think it's a combination of quality of life changes taking longer than they thought, and everybody's running around like a chicken with their head cut off on the D four new- news, the announcements, and everybody's doing interviews and blogs. And uh, if you look on Diablo fans, there's been a lot of write up about Diablo four, so you can read all that stuff. Uh, so there's there's they're really busy with news right now, and I think that someone just hasn't hit the button. And um, I know Shazam was thinking, or he said earlier that maybe Friday, which is the what date is Friday, brother? Fifteenth. Yeah, the fifteenth. So I know you were saying maybe the fifteenth, but I highly doubt the fifteenth because we don't have the show notes yet, and usually they want to give you time because people take days off. For the right. start of the season. They plan ahead to do that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I mean, the patch can come Tuesday, but 
we haven't even heard anything about it, so I doubt that we get the patch Tuesday because, again, we don't know. We don't have the notes, uh, so mm, I don't know. Y'all guys, uh, I'll let Jen. You have any thoughts on that? Yeah, if they don't do it Friday, like she's saying, um, you're going to run into Thanksgiving pretty quick. Nobody wants to launch a new season on Thanksgiving where people are, you know, fighting with family to be able to play it and all the devs and everybody and customer service is gone, you know, um, if something goes wrong. You know, they're not going to do it then. So if they don't do it, you know, the 22nd or whatever, right before Thanksgiving or during when people are traveling and stuff, when is that going to be? I mean, is it going to be December? Are we going to get it the first week of December? You go too far, you're into, like, Christmas. You know? There's a lot of other holidays in December. I'm like, I don't know when this is going to go. It I would say... It on Friday, like Shazam was saying. I would say the 15th, the 22nd, or the 6th. And as much as I hate to say it, I almost think most likely the 6th. Although the 29th, I don't know. It, it's such a... Right? Because, like... Man, if they do, I mean, here lately they have been closing a season on Sunday and opening the season the next Friday, but we've always had the patch notes. We've always had right the something saying here's what the new theme's going to be, here's the sets, here's yeah that kind of thing. We do get that, um, but I don't know. I mean, the timing of this is going to be difficult because I think they're going to like run into the holidays. And I know like, okay, United States celebrates Thanksgiving in November. Canada does it in October. That's not necessarily a thing, but December has so many holidays worldwide. You know, you're going to run into somebody's overlap here. And it just seems like I could see having a season that runs through those holidays, but not that starts on one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So what are your thoughts, brother? I'm going to say they're going to drop the notes tomorrow and tell us that it's all going to start Friday. <laughs> I hope you're right. Together. I hope you're right. Mm, I don't know. It, it's, such a, it's such in the air. I, I'm so back and forth on it because, again, people take days off. You know, people plan. People do this. It, if they put the show notes out tomorrow and the season starts Friday, this will be the fastest starting season ever. Because we always know, like, weeks in advance. I know some people have to take, like, have have to tell, like, a month in advance or a couple weeks in advance to take vacation days and shit. I could just walk into work that day and be like, I'm leaving at noon. So, um, there's that. <laughs> yeah, it makes things easier. See, I work freelance. I can do whatever I want. But, um, yeah. I, I don't get no sick days, you know? <laughs> I couldn't take a day off if I knew that we that the season was going to start next year in November. November and December is a no-go for greed. Man, yeah, I can see why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a no. Right now, we are running like dead horses. It's crazy. Uh, I'm scheduled for 40 hours, and we work, I work 70.75 uh, or something like that. Wow. So, yeah. Which is, I know people work more than 70, but, I mean, that was a long week. I bet. And, uh, there was, like, one night, it was my day off, and I was, it was 8 o'clock at night, and, ah, this guy, anyway, he made me mad because, like, I did five streets, came back, and he was in the exact same spot, and 
I don't mind helping a person, but I'm not here to do your job for you. And I'm not here to hold your hand. And he was complaining that we were in a bad neighborhood, which we were. We were in the ghetto. It's the worst part of Oklahoma City. Yeah, I get that. There's dogs everywhere. It's dark. I understand that. But you know what? I was in the same neighborhood with the same dogs and the same people. So it's not like I was taking mail and, and driving it up to a really nice proportion of town and leaving him the junk stuff. I was doing the same thing he was doing. So to me, just get out of your truck and deliver it because it's not going to deliver itself. Anyway, that's a long it's <laughs> Anyway, yeah. it's just it was a long week. And I mean, some nights, some days, I was supposed to get off at four. And some days I did not get home until like 8.30 or nine. So, you know, to not be scheduled and have to be like, it's, as a matter of fact, I don't think I put it in there. As a matter of fact, I've been working so long lately, I went and bought me a headlamp. Wow. Thursday, I was walking not on the sidewalk, but I was walking on the curb and I was tilting my mail like when cars drove by so I could use the car's headlights so I could read the address. So I was that's, like, man, I need like Wow. That's just that's difficult. So you know, and, and you're out there and it's dark and it was pouring down rain and I wanna go home. And it's like I can't go home until this is finished. And then you can't see, and you know, not only not only can you not see where you're walking, but like you can't see the house numbers, you can't see your letter. It's just, I don't even know why I got into this. Anyway, it was a long week, and uh, yeah, I don't know why I got into that. You were talking about, um, we were talking about people taking a day off for a new season. Oh yeah, you so couldn't. Anyway, that's where it went. I yeah. can't take mm-hmm. days off. I, I can't take days off. So it is what it is. What's going to happen is I'll come back and everybody be like way leveled up. And I'll be like, hey, hey guys, what's up? Um, we could, we could go over if y'all guys want to, um, or we can, we could go over the how to start a new season if y'all want to. You're probably going to have to go over it again whenever it finally shows up though too you know yeah but it could be friday too you know what I'm saying? could be friday that's true mm-hmm. all right let's get the green handy dandy notes on how to start a new season since we didn't do it last season <laughs> no we did not do it last season and because we forgot i even hinted at it and you were like what what <laughs> and you beat around the bush for like 10 minutes like well the show's over now <laughs> oh you know what where is my notes? <laughs> it's been that long, brother. I used to have the the handy dandy notes right here. Oh man. Well, we might have to just freelance it. Oh Jesus. Yeah, best. we gonna we gonna have to freelance it. Ah, uh, yep. No, Jesus. This is not the right notebook. Okay. Anyway, greed. I don't know. I don't have a. So anyway, do not do the challenge rift. Don't do any more challenge rifts from now till the season, I guess. Uh, so basically what you want to do is you want to start 
when the season goes live, you want to make your character, you want to get into the game, you want to immediately exit the game. I know that sounds weird, but that's what you want to do, trust me. Then you want to change the game mode down there to the challenge rift, and you want to do whatever the challenge rift is. Uh, you want to complete that, you can do that with friends, you can do it up to four people in a party, and that might help. Uh, there's been a couple seasons where it was super easy. There's been a couple seasons where it wasn't super easy. I think season 18, if I remember right, or was it 17, Shazam, that it was just like we were punching each other in the face about that. The I, think, I think I was 17. I think yeah. I was 17 as well. I remember I couldn't do it. I kept trying. I needed some help and just, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it was hard. But anyway, uh, we don't know. Uh, yeah. We don't know what the challenge is going to be. So anyway, just complete the challenge rift with friends without however you want to do it. Um, and then fire the game up again. Get in there. And uh, first thing I normally do is I open my challenge rift bag, get my mats, all that stuff squared away. And then uh, depending on what class you're going to play um, is depending on how you're going to utilize your, your challenge rift bag mats. You're going to get some death breath, you're going to get some gold, you're going to get some uh, bounty mats, which is going to allow you to do a few things. You can take uh, some, you can buy some stuff from Kadala, you can, uh, you can, you know, those kind of things like bracers, those kind of things, depending on what character you are. I know I'm rolling a barbarian for season 19, so I am going to try to get bracers with mine. Just what I want to try. Uh, there's two good bracers with two good modifiers. So you get you a modifier. The next thing I do after I get that stuff squared away is I either steal the weapon from my Templar or my follower, depending on what class. Of course, I'm going to play Barbarian, so I'm going to take the Templar's weapon. Then I hire him if I'm not in a group. And I go and kill a boss who is also a bounty. The best one is Open Cool because it's very, you know, you can just get there Act 2. You go right to the boss, you kill him. He drops a lot of yellows out of that chest, which is why you're doing that. So you can kind of get some start-off gear. Uh, if I don't kill Zonk Cool, try to get Magna. Another one that's real easy to get to. If not, I'll restart the game. Um, right after that, I usually go to, like, maybe Halls of Agony 2 and just kill some zombies, level up a little bit. Um, I try to go get the, the Kanias Cube sometime in this area just because like you know go ahead and get it get it out the way i uh, usually get a few levels getting the cube because it's like a long run and you know you don't have movement speed all that stuff so get that going i try to level to like around 11 is when you can get the rings and the necklace and you want the rings and necklace of the wanderer so I usually like just start off Act One, then go to you know just go to the guy whose name is the fence, you know. And Act One is way up there in the corner. Act Two, it's down. Anyway, you know where the fence guys are at. Just go check those people out for the for the necklaces and the rings. It makes a big difference. Um, as soon as that goes, I do. As soon as that is over, I usually do a couple of different things depending on if I'm in a group or from solo. Uh, if I'm solo, I try to chain kill stuff like Halls of Agony or I'll go to the Fields of Misery and try to do those chain kills. If not, we just do rifts. I actually kind of like rifts when I'm leveling because you get a lot of 
you know, you get a lot of mats. You get a lot of, you know, you start you start stacking your stuff up. Um, I also, around this time, I also level up like my enchantress, my blacksmith, and and my jewel crafter dude. Get that out of the way. Um, with this season, uh, the season theme is the eternal uh, conflict. And the seasonal buff is the pan- pandemonium buff. Uh, and I don't know if you guys know, but basically, when you you're always going to be getting um, the bonus kills, so you want to stack those up. And each kill you get, you get a percentage of movement speed and uh, overall power. Plus, when you get when you hit certain marks, like when you get to 15, you spawn these giant tornadoes. They're awesome. They kill everything. Um, anyway, it, in my opinion, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the first three buffs and reset my buff, which I, I'll, I'll kill, I'll chain kill stuff until until I get the third buff and then I'll step back for just a second it only takes five seconds to lose that buff so it's not like you're causing yourself major time loss um, so as soon as the three buffs kill everything kind of clear the screen I'll wait I'll let the buff expire and then I'll do it again and I'll just rotate for through the first three buffs because it's like 15 50 and 75 kills if I remember right it's not hard to get um and the reason why is because those buffs are super powerful and um it's going to allow me to pick the difficulty way up um a lot of people try to roll uh two-handed weapons like maybe an axe and then get uh, like a level 70 yellow axe and try to get level reduced requirement but with this seasonal buff i think you can turn it way up I'm going to try season, uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, um, maybe torment, get into the torments while I'm leveling. Usually I, we do like master, uh, maybe expert if we get some weapons. If somebody gets some real good stuff, we'll go to torment one, but I think I'm going to try, you know, torment two, torment three maybe, and just see how it goes because this seasonal buff is powerful. Um... Did I miss anything, Shazam? Um, no, not really, other than like if you're a demon hunter, you just roll one-handed daggers, make it a legendary in the threatening cube. Yeah. Um, yeah, level, reduced level requirements at, what, 40? Yeah, you can get it uh, as low as level 40, yeah. A 35 if it's an ancient weapon, but you'd have to roll legendary at that point. Um, one uh, thing, one thing you just reminded me of, um, if you make a two, like, let's say you make a two-handed axe and you're trying to get that level reduced, you know, down to 40, uh, you want a weapon that has life on hit and also, uh, like a impair movement, like, uh, an impair control movement effect on the weapon because it makes it much easier to roll the lower the, the lower requirement. So just check yeah. that out. There's there's a lot of videos on how to do that on YouTube. If if y'all don't understand what I'm talking about, just uh, you know, grab a video. Uh, Bloodshed has a good video, a start video on how to do that. Uh, anyway, 
Yeah, just you know, just get in there and smash. Uh, of course, if you play with four people, you're gonna get a lot more experience and a lot more drops. So you know, yeah, get your group or if that's what you want to do. If you want to play solo, that's cool too. But uh, I usually play solo. Yeah, that's because I'm doing I, hardcore. I have, long, I have this long list uh, mm -hmm. somewhere, and I'll have to find it, and I'll probably find it five seconds after the show. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I, I think I covered it. Uh, you got anything to add, Jen? Not really. I mean, a little. Like, I I never end up, like, getting up to the highest difficulty levels or anything like that. But what I do is I've been playing hardcore for a while again. I'm kind of stuck on that. I think I just like it better, you know? Um, so I usually play solo because less chance of having somebody else's action screw you up when you're playing hardcore. So I do that. I will try the challenge rift. If I can't do it, then... Um, then I'll just blow it off, you know, basically, you know. Um, I tend to do um, a whole round of bounties first because they're really easy to do when you're lower level because the monsters aren't too high and you can get the mats from that, you know, as well. And if you do um, all of the bounties, like a whole round of them, you're actually completing stuff from Chapter 3, you know, in addition to leveling. So I kind of do that. Um, I, have, um, I have been playing a Barbarian for a while. I'm probably going to keep doing that. So, um... You know, I'm looking for that kind of stuff. But other than that, I mean, I just kind of... I do some of what you've explained. I mean, other than I don't do the group stuff anymore. Um, I haven't taken the weapon from the Templar because I want to bring him with and have him live long enough to heal me when I screw up at earlier levels, <laughs> you know? So I do that. Um, and then that's about it. I think I kind of... Like, I like that they changed it so you can look ahead and see what the objectives are in upcoming chapters and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Because before that, you know, you're looking it up on a website, you're going back and forth. With this, at least you could say, okay, well, I can't do that level rift right now. What can I do that's ahead of me? And you can go work on, like, leveling up some, you know, crafter or something like that. So I just sort of do that. I don't worry too much about, like, what set pieces I'm looking for. I'm not going to, like, stick a bunch of things in the cube. And I mean, I'll stick stuff in the cube if I've got it and I've got the tools for it that seem useful, but I'm not going to, like, you know, be doing all that. I'm not going to be trying to change set pieces until I get further along, you know? But that's just that's just what I do. Now, I don't get real far. <laughs> you know, y'all get up to, like, T13 and all that. I don't get that far. I get to, like... Last season, I got to, like, maybe T3 because I didn't put a lot of effort in. But, you know, that kind of thing. It's... It depends. I don't think anyone else is playing the way I do, but that's okay. You know? However it works for you. You know? Hey, here's a note. Um, they put the PTR out for Season 19, and there was this weird thing going on. The Pandemonium buff. And I say, I want to say it's 300 kills. And I could have, I could get the numbers. I don't know. There's a lot of these things. I don't remember exactly. I think it's 300, but don't exactly quote me on that. It's what, anyway, what happens is, is there's this giant ring of fire. And it looks like when you're fighting Diablo, how he shoots that. And there's all these fireballs that come out from you. Um, that will kill you. Uh, so. It's one of the buffs, but it'll kill you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you're playing hardcore, um, yours will not kill you, but your team members will kill you. So play um, solo if you're doing hardcore this season. No, it's not exactly <laughs> I mean, play you know? solo. It's, um, I think you gotta, because they're supposed to have, they, 
look, I heard that they that they hot fixed it. But again, we don't have the show note. We don't have the notes. Uh, and I don't exactly 100% know because after they patched it, I never played in a group in the PTR. So I don't or after I heard that they hot fixed it. I I know that they hot fixed that it, that yours does not kill you. But people were still reporting that like me and Shazam are standing in the game together like we would be if we're playing together and mine goes off and kills Shazam or something. So I've heard stories about that, but I mean, I'm sure they're going to fix it. I, I mean, can't imagine they would want a buff to kill you or to kill yeah, your... And, you know, and I mean, I'm sure it was an oversight because they used, like, literally they used the exact same spell that Diablo uses. Um, and these were all spells that were in the game. Although the meteor looked like a new arc. I did like the meteor. Although, again, I'm, I'm doing the first three set. I'm doing the first three and resetting. Now, when I get into in-game and I'm smashing rifts and leveling, am I going to yo-yo the buffs? I'm not exactly sure yet. Because I do like the meteors. I do like the raining corpses. I do like the other stuff that comes out. But and I love when the angels come because woo the angels boy they they are they were one shot of Rift Guardian like even really high um, even really high uh, like a one twenty Rift Guardian they'll one shot him um, and there's nothing in the game that can, that can one shot a level one twenty Rift Guardian it usually takes a minute to kill a guy like that but um, yeah it was um. Anyway, just if y'all guys are gonna play hardcore, just pay attention to your buff. Because I don't want someone to lose their character and go, What happened? I didn't know this this could happen. So just pay attention. I'm gonna play softcore. Well, it's not that big of a deal. If I die, I'll laugh about it and then I'll probably talk about it on the show. But whoo, if I lost a character, especially one that was well geared I would be probably I'm gonna probably be mad about it well, anyway um, anything else to add Jen I don't think so I think we covered it mm, what about Shazam um no alright I don't I don't think uh, cause we're just we're a little long cause we did a, a long lore thing I don't think I wanna do other media there was, there's been a lot of notes, a uh, lot of lot of notes going on, all about D4, um, nothing about D3. Uh, I would suggest that you, that the fans go to Diablo fans and check it out, or we'll probably talk about it on another show. But um, you know, the show's uh, a hair long right now, so um, I will I will wave goodbye to our lovely fans. Uh, I will say goodnight. I will let uh, Jen wave goodbye and say goodnight. Bye, people. And I'll let Shazam wave goodbye say goodnight. Close the show, please, sir. One more thing to bring up, too, before the show. Okay, there you go. Not a problem. Um, Quinn69 released a video on YouTube. Very good, by the way. On the 9th, which basically sums up, like, most of everybody's complaints about D4 so far 
And um, you guys all should go take a look at it. Um, I posted it in the Discord under Diablo Talk. But yeah, other than that, that's about um, the rest of what I had to say. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good video. It's 39 minutes long, and um, he goes over basically everything. So anyway, closing the show now. You've been listening to episode 236 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Miss an episode, you can find the show's blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a Patreon today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone. We're open to anyone who would like to join can also join us on discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience find the discord invitation link on our twitter and facebook page as well as the shattered soulstone website the show is powered by you the listener send your contributions thoughts questions and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com we love twitter come join and tweet with us you can find the show's Twitter at Shattered Stone, Dead Greed at Dead Greed eighteen twelve, and me at Shazam 81 You can find the show's Facebook page at Facebook.com/slash Shattered Soulstone. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 235 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge! This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.